0: Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show.
1: What is up? It is the Viewmasters. Episode 217, Trumbo. My name is Eric.
0: My name is Joe.
1: Hello, Joe. What is up? <laughs> uh, nothing good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know why I laughed at that. Other than it's nervous laughter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's a laughter of knowing the truth. <laughs> the state of the world makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not great out there. It's not. Uh, it's only gonna get worse. Yay! Yep. Fun times, fun times, fun I mean, times.
0: It, like, it has to get worse before it gets better, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. So. We'll Ye- see.
0: Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it has to get better, right? Yeah,
1: at some point. Yes.
0: Statistically.
1: <laughs> Hopefully within our lifetimes.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's solve Racism. In our lifetimes, that'd be nice. It would be nice. Yeah,
1: it would be real nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, defund the police. Oh, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. All cops are bastards.
0: Tear tear down all the the racist monuments. Mm-hmm. I yes. feel like
1: we're making progress. We are uh, already, at least on one of those things. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be slow, but yeah. But, but, Feel like, I mean, I guess I have to feel like it's uh, all leading to something. Hopefully, yeah. Because if I don't feel that, then what the fuck's the point?
0: Yeah, I mean, narratively, it has to be leading to something, <laughs> and, and hopefully, that thing is good. Otherwise, who is writing this shit? <laughs>
1: uh, terrible screenwriters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, speaking of st- screenwriters, yes, we watched a movie about one. Yeah, we did. About a bunch of them, actually.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, Trumbo. Uh, Trumbo.
0: Trumbo. Trumbo.
1: <laughs> Based upon the uh, the life of uh, Dalton Trumbo. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that is correct. Uh, what happened (laughs) uh i don't know i just i zoned out i'm sorry (laughs) I, i thought there was more coming and there was not so for the listener uh we we can't see each other yeah so uh like there's no there's no uh visual cues uh to tell when one of us is done talking and the other one is ready to start
1: that's, or the other
0: one should start yeah, that's, uh, that, that's fair so yeah you know it's
1: gonna happen <laughs> get over it yeah that's that's yeah and as i believe we've expressed uh it's not going great so no. uh you know we, we've got other things on our minds and yeah and, and,
0: uh... and, and also this is a free podcast True. So fuck you. Yeah, you get what you pay for. Exactly. If you want it to, if you want it to be better, uh, donate
1: to our Patreon.
0: Hey, there we go. Which I don't think we have. Donate to Eric's
1: Patreon. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I think I have a uh, uh, donate PayPal button on the on the actual websites, uh, which uh, for some reason uh, just aren't things anymore. The websites?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. (laughs) Uh, Oh, But I pay a
1: whole lot of money to uh, have this thing everybody ignores.
0: It's a nice looking website. I enjoy it. Thank you. (laughs) Trumbo! (laughs) Yes! Uh, Uh, I I did not know much
1: about uh, Dalton
0: Trumbo before watching this movie.
1: I did not either. Uh, The only thing I knew about him uh, was that he wrote a book called uh, Johnny Get His Gun, or Johnny Get Your Gun, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Which I, uh, in my uh, lunk-headedness, the only reason I even know that is because of the uh, Metallica connection.
0: What's the Metallica connection to that?
1: Uh, So Johnny Got His Gun, or whatever, was eventually made into a movie. Uh, that Metallica bought the rights for it and uh, used in their video for one. Oh, it's that movie. Yes. Oh, wow. And, uh, and then I think like they just outright bought the rights to the movie. Uh, so they own that movie now. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and also, that's real dark, Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he seemed pretty joyous, right?
0: True. He was he was just full of light (laughs) and happiness at all times. Yeah. Uh, he had a
1: rough. Uh, Yeah, I guess. Um, all right. Let's let's talk about this movie. Okay. Um, (laughs) movie Trumbo, in which uh the lead character in the movie based on his life is the least interesting character in the movie it's you know
0: <laughs> I did uh I I appreciated that uh that it was focused a lot on his family <laughs> and what they went through because yeah they what what like his kids and his wife experienced was definitely. I think more compelling than his own struggles. Not that not that his struggles were insignificant, right? Uh, but you know, as as far as uh, you know, something to grab onto because he's kind of an asshole. Yes, yes, he is. So, uh, like uh, watching his family deal with him was was interesting to
1: me. I. Uh, I don't, uh, I feel like everything in this movie, uh, everything that was presented, I guess, uh, is, is the best way to say it. It's, you know, based on, you know, an actual person uh, on real events. Uh, but, you know, I mean, we don't know exactly exactly what is real or what is not for sure. Mm-hmm. At least right. you know, specifically we is, I'm guessing neither of us has really read up on, on the actual man or the events. Uh, but we have a vague idea of, you know, the things that were happening at that time. Uh, so, but we don't know exactly how much was fictionalized, how much was not. Right. But, uh, it really seemed like even, uh, at at his lowest of lows in the movie, everything was still kind of okay. Yeah, <laughs> and and everything that happened to him was was brought on mostly by himself <laughs> to himself, uh, and uh, with minimal effort, he was able to have pretty much uh, you know wrangle free of any of his uh, struggles. <laughs> you know. Uh... Yes.
0: <laughs> I I think, um, you know, I don't know that saying that he brought it on himself that I agree with that entirely. Um, I mean, it, from a from a certain point of view, you could say that he did uh, by not cooperating with the the HUAC uh, and all of that stuff. Um, but on the other hand, you know, it's kind of admirable that he didn't. <laughs> didn't play ball with them that he's stuck by what he believed. And, you know, he had a point people have a right to, to have whatever political beliefs or, or, you know, religious beliefs or whatever that they want to have. Um, and, and, you know, it, and and I say that, you know, knowing that there are people who are, who are just raging racist assholes out there. Um, (laughs) They they have a right to that opinion. It's wrong and they're stupid, but they have a right to that opinion. <laughs> so I, I you know I, I and and he's definitely not either of those any any of those things. He's just you know he's he's a socialist or he's a communist. Right. Um. And and that was the that was the boogeyman at the time. So I don't know. It's he could have definitely. Done things differently, but but he didn't, and I you know I appreciated that about him, and that he you know he went to prison for refusing to play along.
1: No, I, I agree with you, and and you know I'm certainly generalizing. Uh, there are you know things that he did that that are admirable, um, but. Just, uh, I guess mostly in just his own personal interactions, uh, and, and how he dealt with people individually rather than, you know, the entire situation. Right. It, it is mostly what I was referring to. Uh, just, just, you know, as you mentioned, he's an asshole. Right. <laughs> it, it does not play well with others. Yeah, no,
0: I, I think that he it is, or uh, he comes across as always ready to fight. <laughs> yeah. Even, even when it's not maybe necessary. Right. So yeah, no, I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Like the, uh, the way that he handles things is
1: not ideal. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think, you know, uh, I, yeah, I completely agree with you, you know, as far as his own political beliefs, at least, as they are presented to us, uh, you know, yeah, he, he it is very admirable for him to you know, do what he did in general and and stick up his, for his beliefs and not out his friends and and, and colleagues, uh, you know, and, and the fact that he did go to jail is for those is is both ridiculous. Uh, And admirable. Right. Uh, But, you know, at certain points, he kind of deserved what he got a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But also, you know, again, despite those things, it never really seemed like he was in any real jeopardy of, you know, much. Like, (laughs) He lost his job and he went to jail. Those are some pretty big consequences, but he bounces back from them pretty fucking quickly.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we we get the sense that you know he's working crazy hours uh, for very little pay, uh, and you know, his his family has basically been drafted into <laughs> to working for him. Right. Um, but you know, we we don't know what kind of financial issues they're having uh if any at all true
1: i um, mean uh the start of the movie living in a very spacious house yes uh, on a gorgeous piece of land and uh they move uh, later on after he gets out of prison uh to uh, what looks like still a really nice house it did look like a pretty nice house yeah
0: you know Maybe if you wanted to show that he was destitute, maybe one floor next time, right? Instead
1: and, of two, and, and not a pool that could be vandalized, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was upsetting. I did yeah. not care for that. No, no, that
1: was not good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. You know, he he still seems like, you know, he's doing he's doing okay. Like the the worst hardship that he's facing. Is you know aside from you know he has to work all the time, um, and he can't use his name. He can't put his name on his scripts or be credited for any of the work that he's doing. Right, which sucks, but you know, in in the grand scheme of things, eh, he's still working. He's still getting paid, right?
1: Uh, I mean, you know, how many of us uh, work away in in uh, obscurity and uh, in the shadows? You know, that's true. I would say, the majority of us.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm the managing editor of a fairly fairly influential <laughs> comics website, but, you know, you're definitely obscure, so. Yep,
1: yep. 100%. Aww. <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. But you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just, just look to my recent efforts on Twitter this week. <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and and I wonder if part of it is that, like the you know the the hardship that he's going through is somewhat, you know, it's it's sort of intangible. Like it's it's this ideological thing that he's he's fighting, um, just the whole blacklist and trying to trying to get his name back right. uh, after going to prison. So you know it's it's they're not things that like yeah he has he has an okay house he works all the time but you know they, they don't seem like they're super poor right but you know there's there's still sort of a, a cloud that hangs over him um and i i don't know how super well that comes across outside of um had a hopper in the movie and right. just like at, every time we see her she's she's like i'm standing in the way of dalton trumbo and and his career she's kind of the worst she's kind of a cartoon
1: <laughs> um there are quite a few characters in this movie who are basically cartoons. Right. Uh, some, like, uh, Helen Mirren playing Hedda Hopper, uh, which uh, she is just, uh, like, yeah, Cruella de Vil uh, levels of cartoonish. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, on the uh, the positive side, we've got uh, John Goodman, you know, coming in and doing a few things here and there.
0: He, he does some great things. Yes, like, he
1: does. He, he doesn't do a lot of things,
0: but the things <laughs> that he does are fantastic. <laughs> I
1: really enjoyed all of his scenes. As did I. He is just enjoyable in general. Yeah. Yeah, he always uh, brightens any movie he's in. Uh, yeah, even- I... I I,
0: I I wish that uh, there'd been a little bit more Stephen Root along with him. I, Though I almost I almost wonder
1: if it would have been too much. <laughs> he he seemed like the level-headed one out of the two, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stephen Root is also great, and then it is sort of a crime that uh, he did not have a bigger role in this movie. Because I got super excited when I saw him, when I figured out who he was. Yeah. Because at first I was like, who's that guy? It took me, you know, uh, a little bit. Oh, I recognized him immediately. Uh, well, aren't you fucking special? I am. Thank you. God damn it, managing <laughs> thank editor for, of the Beats.
0: Thank you for saying that. <laughs>
1: Ugh, here's your awards. (laughs) That's all you wanted anyway. I
0: can't claim those. I've been blacklisted. (laughs) Uh, (sighs) So there's, uh... The cast of this movie is really great. Yep. uh, With one exception.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... This, yeah, movie C.K. is in this movie. Yeah, I
0: didn't realize that when I picked it.
1: Eh, I didn't either. Um, but... I, My only problem with him in this movie is that his reputation was distracting to me. Yes. Um, however... Like, while watching it, I did keep trying to remind myself, you know, his show, Louie, was very good. (laughs) And he was very good in it. Uh, You know, back before we knew what a fucking monster he was. Yeah. Um, and, And... So I kept trying to reflect back on, you know, hey, remember when you liked him while I was watching him in this movie. It was uh, difficult to do that.
0: Yes. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, he I I would say that he, you know, his performance is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, there's... He he plays a, a close friend of Dalton Trumbo who... Uh, spoiler alert, eventually dies of cancer. Yeah. So there is a lot of, he's carrying a lot of emotional weight uh, in the movie. Uh, and I tended to tune out when he was on screen because he is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> so so that adversely affected the movie for me.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree for the most part on that. Uh, I I was at times you know, because the movie the movie tries to put forth a little bit about redemption and uh, you know second chances mm-hmm. uh, and, and being able to, to come back from you know uh, a negative you know event in your life. Uh, Which, you know, is almost suitable for a Louis C.K. type character, except for the fact that Louis C.K. has never once earned any type of, you know, uh, you know, redeeming arc or anything like that. He is just had his negative moments and then fucking doubled down on it like yeah. a goddamn asshole.
0: Yeah, I mean, I that's that's an interesting point. Um and I and you know, I I think it's worth examining. Um cuz yeah, Dalton Trumbo is definitely looking for some sort of redemption. Um I think there is a vast difference between the things that oh, that Trump no. went to prison for and the things that Louis CK did.
1: No, absolutely, absolutely, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, I mean ideally and, and, in our society, you know, w- when when someone like Louis CK does what he did if he came out And and was truly apologetic for it, and did the work to to try to redeem himself. uh, You know, then I think people would be more open to giving him another opportunity in the entertainment world. Anyway, right? Uh, But the fact that like he just sort of disappeared, came back, was not apologetic, did not do any kind of work, was you know, not redemptive, and he just basically just kept reiterating how right and how much of a monster he was, you know. was basically destroyed him for people like us. Right. Uh, and, you know, yes, what he did was definitely not to, for the greater good, which you could say, you know, that's what Dalton Trumbo did. Uh, but, you know, he still was looked upon negatively, and, you know, he did the work. Did he? <laughs> no. I, I
0: think what, what uh, okay. so, Trump Trumbo is also not apologetic for anything that he did. What Trumbo did was he did the work to show that the the thing that he went to prison for was wrong. Right. Whereas I don't think any amount of work that Louis C.K. does is going to prove to anybody that what he did is not wrong.
1: You're you're right, you know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. I can't. Yeah. All right. I'll just stop talking. I'm done. No, (laughs) no. That's I'm I'm not.
0: I I don't want you to stop talking. I, I I definitely see where you're coming from with the parallels between uh, the general arc for for Dalton Trumbo in this movie and uh, you know what what Louis C.K. probably
1: should have done right <laughs> versus what he actually did right right uh, yeah I, I'm definitely not. Pointing to the specific of you know what happens in this movie to what right. happened to Louis CK. Right. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> no, I think we've been fairly clear that Louis CK is a monster, still oh, yeah. is a monster, has yep.
1: done nothing to earn any sort of redemption. Nope, he, he does not deserve your attention, your money, yeah, he does not deserve anything. He needs to go the fuck away. Yeah. And even though this movie came out before any of that stuff was came to light, uh, he is now retroactively ruining things by being in them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, much like this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't say he ruined the movie. <laughs> he didn't ruin the movie. The movie ruined
0: itself. Oh. <laughs> Does it? So is it safe to say you didn't like the movie?
1: I... So, uh, so this is, uh, on Netflix and, um, you know, on Netflix, uh, you have the option of giving a thumbs up or a thumbs down to a movie, you know, based on how you view it. And, right. uh, I fucking hate that, uh, <laughs> because that is just black and white, you know, I like it or I hate it. And, uh, you know, there's, there's lots of gray areas. And uh, I think this movie definitely falls into just the medium gray area for me. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, it it has some very, very good, very effective moments in it. Um, but it also, I feel, was just very poorly put together, poorly thought out, poorly constructed. Uh, just, just not enough. Character or emotion to really grab onto to make it cohesive. Mm-hmm. Like the entire time, I just kept thinking, "The Diane Lane is wasted in this movie.
0: She is super wasted. I agree. She gets
1: maybe one really good scene, right? And uh, and Brian Cranston is great, but you know, at the same time, you know, the movie covers like." 25 years of his life, something like that. I think, like, from, like, 45 through 70. Yeah. Uh, and like, from the jump, Cranston plays him like an old tired man. Right. (laughs) So, by the time he actually becomes an old, tired man, there's, like, no difference. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I will say that,
0: um, I like, I like Brian Cranston a lot. It doesn't feel like he's doing much in this movie. Right. Um, or, or at least, you know, he's not, uh, or, or what he's doing is sort of quiet. Uh, maybe, maybe a little more subtle. Um, or, or at least there's not a great range to what he's doing. Um, you're absolutely right. It, he does, he does just seem sort of like a, a tired old man from yeah. from the start, and you know I, I think it's pretty clear that he's been fighting for the for what he believes. You know, once from from before the movie starts, um, it's already a going concern. So you know it, it would have been interesting to see him prior to to that right. uh, to that starting, and also you know I you know we see a little bit of video of the actual Trumbo. Uh, during the, the closing credits. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's just what he was like for his whole life.
1: Right. I mean, you know, I've been a tired old man since I was you know, 20, 21. Right. So, <laughs> so, I mean, it's <laughs> it's totally fair assessment. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, like, he he was definitely putting on some affectations some worked some didn't <laughs> um, there were like just little things like that kind of get shown to us but they're never really expanded upon like there's like the scene of him in the bathtub where he like pops a couple of pills
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and we see Diane Lane just kind of like you know dejectedly close her eyes. But, you know, sort of implying that, oh, maybe he's got, like, some sort of drug problem. But it never comes into play. Right. Like, like I think it happens one more time otherwise, but it never negatively affects him. Uh, like, he's kind of being an asshole to his kids, but, you know... That's just kind of because he's an asshole, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, I, I would say that uh, the episode of Saved by the Bell where Jesse gets addicted to caffeine pills, uh, she has a worse problem <laughs> than <laughs> Dalton Trumbo does, as presented in this movie. <laughs> like he's pretty clearly he's taking like Adderall uh, to so that he can keep working. Um, but yeah, it doesn't seem like it ever really negatively affects him, and it never really comes up again, right? He doesn't have his I'm so excited (laughs) moments. Which maybe he just had a good handle on it for his whole
1: life. Who knows? You know some people are are functioning addicts. Yeah. Yeah. Good (laughs) on them. Shrugs affect people differently. Right. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, you know, like I said, uh, there, there are some great scenes and moments in this movie. Uh, there are a couple scenes where I did get choked up here and there, uh, but for the most part, I just felt like it was just kind of meandering for the most parts. Yeah. Like he got halfway through and I was like, where is this even going? <laughs> uh, you know, Like, he starts farming out work to all of his, uh, you know, communist screenwriters and, uh, you know, but, you know, outside of, like, you know, one scene or so where we see them, you know, doing that kind of thing, uh, like, that never really comes back into play. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just, just a lot of it felt meandering, I think. Yeah.
0: No, I, I definitely get that. I think the, the high points were the stuff with his family, um, mm. particularly like he has some, some pretty pretty solid scenes with Elle Fanning as his daughter. Is that who that
1: was? That, was? that was Elle Fanning. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all I know is that uh, he goes to prison for less than a year and uh, when he comes back uh, his daughter is played by a completely different actress who looks nothing like the other one. Was it less than a year? I, I believe in real life anyway he was only in jail for 11 months. Oh that's crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah I definitely like I missed how long this the span of time was so I definitely assumed it was way longer <laughs> just based on the fact that his daughter was recast. <laughs> Like they couldn't have found another another little Fanning to have play the the younger version, right? So at least it'd be a more seamless transition. <laughs> I mean,
1: goes from just like a very different looking blonde girl to a gigantic redhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she was very good in the movie. I enjoyed her. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, both versions of her, I enjoyed. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't I don't think there's a bad performance in this movie. No, I, um, I don't think so either. There's like I said, some wasted performances, but no one is bad at all. Yeah, even you know the horrible monster that's in the movie,
0: right? <laughs> and I I appreciated that uh, the so there there are people characters in the movie who are real people, like Edward G. Robinson is in it. Right, uh, John Wayne, uh, Kirk Douglas, um, and I, I appreciated that. You know, for the most part, they weren't doing, or it didn't seem like they were doing impressions of those people. Right, um, especially not uh, Michael Stuhlbarg as Edward G. Robinson, because that could got could have gotten very cartoonish. Right, Um yeah, So I'm,
1: I definitely have an idea of Edward G. Robinson in my head. And uh, I was fully expecting that when they revealed who that character was. Yeah, uh, but you know, no, he, he was very subtle and and, and uh, I don't want to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean this in a negative way, but like a small performance. Yeah, no,
0: I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. it's not over the top, <laughs> right? Which it I think definitely could have been,
1: right? Which I think uh, the actor that plays John Wayne. Uh, could have also just gone full Wayne on it, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it was it was very nice that he did not. Yeah, uh, I think there's like a, a scene early on where he's given a speech, and he is kind of doing the John Wayne impression, but I think it's because it's John Wayne performing. Yeah, uh, but when it's just like small interactions, he's just you know a regular guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I appreciated that about yeah. about the movie
1: and, and uh, the actor that played John Wayne, and the reason he did so well is because of his years on the TV show Jag. Wait, really? Yes.
0: Was he the lead? <laughs> he is Jag. So
1: oh, he's Jag.
0: <laughs> oh, what a Jag!
1: <laughs> Amazing. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would say the only one who really goes to any sort of cartoonish area is, of course, uh, Helen Mira. Right.
0: Yeah. But she's great. She could just do that the whole time. It'd be oh, fine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I had no problems with really it whatsoever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like when she, when the scene that she has with, uh, Louis B. Mayer in his office... Where she, where she's talking about how he was always trying to fuck her, and now she's ready to fuck him right back.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was that was such a great scene. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I would also say the the one person who almost reaches cartoonish levels is uh, whoever played uh, Otto Preminger. Yes, but. It was also delightful. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, especially the sort of implication that uh, it felt like Otto Preminger just moved in. Yeah, he really just sort of showed up one day. <laughs> yep, and never left. <laughs> I, I like to think that in real life, uh, Otto Preminger just lived with the, the Trumbos for the rest of their lives. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wild. Uh Uh-oh. I I broke him. Uh, For the listener who doesn't know, that's a reference to Otto Preminger's turn as Mr. Freeze on the 1960s Batman TV series.
1: I had just taken a drink when he said that. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's alright, just <laughs> trying to keep it in. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, this, you know, I, I think this was, uh, this was an alright movie. It was fine.
1: Yeah. I didn't dislike it. Uh... I think I disliked it a little more than I liked it. But also, like, I I wouldn't actively not recommend this movie. Sure. Like, like it was fine. It was perfectly fine. I think it would have been great if it had uh, gotten rid of Louis C.K. and was maybe a half hour shorter.
0: Yeah. Agreed on on
1: both counts. (laughs) Because it is over two hours. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Uh, not by much, but... No, but still... You I mean, sort of,
0: you, you, you feel it a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, my time is valuable.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that, because you're right, it is very valuable.
1: <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you, you texted me, like, at 7.30 or so to say that uh, you were going out and that you'd be back by 8.30 so we could uh, do the show, and I was just like, Fuck! What am I gonna do for an hour? <laughs> it's like I'm already bored waiting for this to start. Oh, I'm now sorry. Gotta tack on an extra hour. we <laughs> <laughs> just sitting here? <laughs> you could, you could, you could watch a,
0: a show. You could uh, read. You could draw. There's well, so many things you could do.
1: I, I had Star Trek on in the background. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I left work today and I was just like, I don't want to go home, but like, there's nothing to do. And I already risked my life going to the comic book store the other day. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck do I do to kill time? And so I will I went to get a sandwich. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: That's uh, awesome.
1: I take out. Because you know, I'm not a Naturally. monster. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah uh cuz uh i don't give a fuck that restaurants are open now. I'm not going to one. I I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh too but, soon. Yes. Uh but there's this uh place a friend of mine took me to uh back uh, pre-apocalypse that has uh possibly the best chicken sandwich i've ever eaten in my entire life. Is it Chick-fil-A? Uh no. No 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 no. <laughs> no 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 no. no. Uh, Good. <laughs> Although you know, I can't deny that they also have a pretty good chicken sandwich. <laughs> I don't see the
0: appeal, but okay.
1: Uh, you know, and uh, you know, back when uh, uh, when I was with my my last uh, real uh, relationship, uh, my, my lady friend and I uh, uh, would often uh, discuss, uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, Putting our morals aside and uh, getting a Chick Fil A, and sometimes we would. <laughs> it's it's a soggy sandwich. I don't yeah. get it. If, if you get it fresh, it's great. Okay, but uh, but no, this is this is not a Chick Fil A. It's a uh, uh, it's a local place called Chicken Heads. Okay. Uh, it was just a, a tiny, locally owned, uh, black owned business uh, in, in East Dayton. Nice. And uh, like I said, a couple months ago, my friend took me there because she kept saying how great. Uh, well, she's a vegetarian, but they, they had a vegetarian option. Uh, but she said, the sandwich is great and uh, that I should try it. And uh, she was not wrong. That's awesome. And, uh, so I've conservatively been thinking about that sandwich, uh, you know, probably once a week, uh, you know, since then. And and with the, the, the plague and everything, uh, you know, I just, just never thought about going back out there. It's also not terribly convenient to get to. Yeah. Uh, but today I left work and I was like, I, I don't want to go home because I just got, you know. Five hours to kill until you know I get to talk to Joe. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll I'll go get this uh, this sandwich and uh, and uh, boy, uh, that was uh, it was fantastic.
0: That's excellent. I'm glad to hear that.
1: Yeah. Uh, So yeah, next time uh, you visit Dayton, if uh, the world is uh, still operating, uh, you should uh, check it out.
0: Absolutely. I do Uh, enjoy a good chicken sandwich. It's it's pretty amazing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's got mac and cheese on
0: it. Oh, uh, you're kidding me! No, no, I am not. That sounds incredible.
1: Yeah, uh, pickled onions, collard greens, uh, and then like a choice of barbecue sauce. It's it's kind of amazing. Nice. Uh, they also have waffle fries, which I'm a huge fan of, and uh, these were the best waffle fries I've ever had in my entire life.
0: Oh, I'm getting jealous. It's pretty great. It sounds spectacular.
1: Uh, next time you're out here, we'll maybe we'll we'll do that instead of uh, noodles and company or whatever. <laughs> uh, but I miss my
0: my fast casual noodles.
1: I do too. I, I <laughs> haven't been there since uh, whenever the last time you were here was. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's it for this episode of Food Talk. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's my recommendation for this week. Yeah,
0: that's a good recommendation.
1: (laughs) You piqued my interest, that's for sure. hey, anybody listening that might be in the Dayton area, go check out Chicken Heads.
0: (laughs) It's it's an unappetizing (laughs) restaurant name. Uh,
1: It it used to be a different name, uh, but they had to change it. Okay. Um... And it's called Chicken Heads because the owner and uh, chef, uh, his last name is Head. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll give it a pass. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not wrong. It, it's an off-putting name for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but once you know, then, you know, it's it's slightly more tolerable. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my recommendation for the week is actually... Uh, Somewhat thematically related to Trumbo. Okay. Uh, not on purpose. I didn't realize this when I when I sat down to read it. Um, but last night I read uh, Exit Stage Left: The Snagglepuss Chronicles. <laughs> uh, All right. Which is a it's a reimagining of the Hanna Barbera character Snagglepuss. Right. Uh, he is a southern playwright. Uh, living in New York in the early 50s and he is, he is a gay cat and he is uh, targeted by the HUAC as part of their uh, investigations not into communism but into uh, indecency uh, and uh, morality in Hollywood. Oh. Um, it's written by uh, Mark Russell who wrote Uh, the Flintstones and uh, second coming uh, and Prez uh, and just a bunch of other really great comics. Um, And it was drawn by Mike Feehan, who I don't think I've ever seen his work anywhere else. I've never heard of him. Yeah. um, There there was like a short prelude uh, that was drawn by Howard Porter. uh, And then the main six issue series is drawn by uh, Mike Feehan.
1: And it was really great. All right, Howard Porter seems like a weird choice, but uh... it was it was kind of weird. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah, he does
0: like an eight page. uh, It was part of the I think it was DCU. Okay. Um, so there was like an eight page preview for it that ran in the back of like a convergence title uh, that led into the the actual series. Okay. Um, But yeah, it's it's really great. Huh. Um, it's it's definitely worth checking out. I would say I I, I think it's more uh, somewhat more satisfying uh, story set in that area than maybe Trumbo was, um, oh. and and that's a it's available on Hoopla. Uh, okay. So if you want to check it out for free, I would I would definitely recommend uh, Exit Sage left the Snagglepuss Chronicles. I, I will actually do that then. You should you should do it. It's a pretty quick read too. I I read it all in in one evening nice um so so yeah
1: very very entertaining comic cool I will yeah I'll definitely check that out uh I did check out uh an episode of Dead Eyes from last week yeah uh it was it was fine <laughs> yeah it's it's entertaining yeah uh it, it had a very uh NPR type vibe to it I can definitely see that yeah but but was uh, pleasantly surprised by a surprise appearance by John Hamm so yeah yeah <laughs> Just a cameo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess I should pick a movie. You probably should. Um, I'm. I've been having a hard time trying to think of a movie to pick. Uh, which is weird because I've got like a ton of things I haven't watched. Uh, you know, in my. Watch lists everywhere.
0: See, see, I was going to say, is it because you've seen every movie already? No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But but one of the movies I'm thinking about is one that I have actually seen. Okay. But then I don't want you to give me shit about it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I I don't think I'm going to pick that one yet anyway. Okay. Uh, But it it is kind of one of those things where it's like, I've I've seen this movie. You may give me crap because I've seen it, but like it's one of those movies where I don't know many people who have ever seen it. Sure, and I want other people to experience it.
0: No, that I totally get that.
1: Yeah, and sometimes uh, you
0: just want to rewatch
1: something. Well, sure, yeah. Uh, but I think uh, what I'm going to go with instead is uh, it's a movie on Netflix as well, uh, starring Tom Hardy, uh, called Lock. L o c k e, Okay. Uh, which, uh, as far as I know, is pretty much the entire movie is just him in a car. Interesting. So,
0: yeah. See, I was going to ask if it was like he plays the philosopher John Locke. Uh, but it doesn't from- sound like it because I don't think he was alive when
1: cars were around. <laughs> <laughs> the only John Locke I know is from Lost.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> It'd be awesome if he just played John Locke from
1: Lost. <laughs> like, I don't know how you explain that, but all right, let's man. do it. I mean, he played Venom, so, you know, there's <laughs> nothing that man won't do. He can really do anything. <laughs> I kind
0: of want to see Capone. I uh, I'm, just, see as
1: well. yeah.
0: I'm just curious about it. And, you know, it's it's a, a Josh Trank, his his first movie since Fint. Vant Four Stick, so.
1: Oh, Vant Four Stick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm
0: curious about that. Saw
1: that in the theaters. Oh, why? Uh, my friend Bruce. Uh, uh, we we saw it for our birthdays.
0: <laughs>
1: that guy's a bad influence. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. Eh, I mean, you know, it was fine. It was cheap. We were the only people there. <laughs> All right, that's acceptable. <laughs> and Neither of us liked it, so you know, even better. Yeah, I guess
0: because uh, it's not a good. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah,
1: uh, don't. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I'll watch it before I watch Capone.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, Trek. all right, yeah. Uh, lock next week. Lock, excellent. We'll talk to you then. Alrighty. goodbye Goodbye.